Does your heart burn at the sound of his name? Does your heart quicken or calm knowing he's present? Where's your fire? Chapter two. You might need to rest, but you need to persevere. 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says, Therefore, my brothers and sisters, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the Lord's work, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. I touched on this in chapter one. Um, last year was an interesting year for me. It was for the record books in some ways because I, oh, I was Martha for far too long. Not a bad thing. Well, I backtrack. I take it back. I was Martha. Okay. Real talk. Just go, go, go. Um, I was serving in areas that I felt like the Lord was calling me to do at the time. And, um, well, prior to that, prior, it was 2022. And 2023 was a year, I'm getting a picture of like being on a treadmill, okay? Like going four, four point to like five, maybe six at times, just like living in that. And... I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but like when you go on a treadmill, this is going to sound so random, but I, I promise it's going to fit in here. Sometimes when you have that like auto um, slow down, like there was, I was at the gym like last week or the week before and I was on, I was walking and it was like the auto cool down. And there was one time where I was like, Ugh! like it just like slowed down so quickly that I was like, oh geez, like that was awkward because I was used to going a certain pace. I'm like, oh yeah like, I'm just gonna walk here, you know, ba ba ba, and then, oh, oh, okay, like, this one time where I was, like, it was literally, like, one of those, like, weird moments, that was 2023 for me, oh, slowing down, um, even physically, honestly, I'm, like, a really fast walker, some of you guys know this, and I've, um, learned that I need to slow down, and it's necessary, there's um, a passage in scripture that I have come to a couple times, and at first I didn't understand it, so I looked at the Believer Bible commentary for it, and it's going to sound, well, I just love Holy Spirit because I turned to it randomly as I was writing up notes for this episode, and um, as it came up, I was like, Lord, I just, you're, he's just, mm. but Psalm 131 a childlike spirit, a song of a sense of David. Lord, my heart is not proud. My eyes are not haunty. I do not get involved with things too great or too wondrous for me. Instead, I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother. My soul is like a weaned child. Israel, put your hope in the Lord both now and forever. So I shared this commentary that I really wanted to share it with you guys here on resting and perseverance, but this is what this commentary says. There are some problems in life that defy explanation. Mysteries too deep to fathom, strange circumstances that puzzle the keenest intellect. Who, for example, can say the last word 
on the problem of human suffering? Who can answer all the questions that surface in the area of unanswered prayer? Who can reconcile God's sovereign election and man's free will? For chapter 1 that said, Lord, my heart is not proud, my eyes are not haunty. I do not get involved with things too great or too wondrous for me. It says, David didn't profess to know all the answers. His heart was not lifted up like that of an insufferable know-it-all. His eyes were not raised too high as if he were the finished intellect egoist. He recognized his limitations and was not ashamed to say, I don't know. He was content to know that he could know and leave the mysteries with God. Why occupy himself with things that were too great and too profound for him? No, he gave God credit for understanding things that he could never understand. In verse 2, Instead, I've calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother. My soul is like a weaned child, it says. This attitude of trust in the wisdom, love, and power of God brought peace and quietness to his soul. He was like a weaned child who was quieted at his mother's breasts. At the onset, a child may be squalling, restless, impatient, but then feeding time comes and the baby is suddenly silent relax in his mother's arms. So we can work ourselves into a dither of frustration, trying to understand things that are too high for us. But as soon as we leave the unanswerable questions with God, our souls are loosed from tension. In verse 3, Israel, put your hope in the Lord both now and forever, it says. The psalmist recommends this attitude of confidence in the Lord to all of Israel. So did A.W. Towser. He wrote, Never forget that it is a privilege to wander, to stand in delighted silence before the supreme mystery and whisper, O Lord God, Thou knowest. I just have to say to you that are listening today that you can cry. You can rest. You can pause. That's okay. (laughs) You can come sit down, Martha, from the busyness of life. All that is going on back and forth, back and forth. And just be like Mary. And take a moment for yourself to be in his presence. He doesn't need your offering. He wants your devotion, your attention. It's you. It's you that he wants. Sometimes life and obligations can make us seem like we, that we need to do so much that if we do, you know, X, Y, and Z, we're going to make our Father in Heaven so proud And he's going to see us and just be like, yes, good job. But more than that, he wants us, our heart, our devotion to him, our sincerity to him. You know, like sometimes when little kids paint a little picture or they do those cute little macaroni necklaces, that child 
gave their parents something. If you look at the materials, you're like, mm? <laughs> macaroni necklace. And I know like people might even laugh about that, but a child was so excited and had every desire to offer something to the parent. But you know what it was? It was something that the child did for the parent that was like, oh, it wasn't the item itself. It was the person. And it's so interesting. Sometimes we're like, God, here's my macaroni necklace. And God's like, I mean, like, great. Like you made me macaroni necklace, but like you wanted to do something for me. And sometimes we put so much weight on the macaroni necklace. And it was like a really bad example, maybe, but not bad, but like different. We put so much weight on that when God wants our devotion. He wants our desire to be with him and to do, like, have that communion and that um, relationship. And um, I just love that. I just love that about God. I know at church right now, we're talking about James, how faith and works, they, they go hand in hand. Like, you can't say you love God and not have works. And they were saying something to the effect of, you know, do we do things to be saved or do we do things because we are saved? And it's not to say that in my season of life of, you know, 2023, that I wasn't doing something to, for God. Like I was seeking to be obedient to him. And it's something that I've been trying to do in small areas or whatever. It's those moments. Um, but it's not like I wasn't doing anything. And I just really want to speak to the person right now who feels like they need to do these really big things. Like the feeding of the 5,000. You feel like, okay, if I, if I feed 5,000, like that's going to be enough for God. And then he's going to be happy with me. He's going to be like, good job, so-and-so. And you know, <laughs> I was thinking about this actually this week and this wasn't in my notes, but This came to mind a couple years ago where it's so quick to just pass over this part and not talk about in that passage of scripture when the disciples, you know, they had, he had spoken to them, I think the multitude and they were tired and the disciples were like, send them off, like, let them, let them go home. Um, you know, they're probably hungry. And Jesus was like, okay, feed them. And he's, they're like, uh, <laughs> and in one of the gospels, there was a little boy who had fish and some bread, I believe. And it's interesting because the little kid didn't, I mean, just it's not in there, but like speculating, it's not like the little kid was like, oh, listen, there's, there's, this isn't, this isn't enough. This isn't good enough for Jesus. He offered up, he gave, they, he let them have it, the bread and the fish and they fed 5,000. And again, sometimes we think we need to have these big, you know, elaborate things. And if the Lord is asking you to like be generous financially and give a large sum, be obedient, you know, but like my daddy was even bringing this passage up to mind like last week or the week before um, in the temple when the, the I think it was the wi- the widow or the woman offered 
like a small amount of money and she gave out of her little and other people give out of their abundance. And it does, it's not like a sacrifice. They just, oh, here's like 20 bucks. And for someone, $20 is like huge. So I want to encourage you to rest also. Don't feel like you have to do all of these big things to get God's attention. For some people, again, it's the Lord is saying, hey, you need to donate financially to this ministry or whatever it is on a regular basis or this one-time thing. And that's what God is calling them to do. And for some, it's a little boy who gets a little bit of bread and a little bit of fish and is like, here, one thing that I love about God in this season of rest is that he wants all of us and he takes care of us. But when it comes to all of us, it's not just the cute and the pretty, but everything. And Holy Spirit, help me. Because as I was writing this notes, I, I'll i be honest, like from you guys, I think for those that have been following this for however long now, some of you guys know, I, I sometimes will say, I'll be honest. And it's not because I try to be dishonest, but it's me being vulnerable. Um, I was writing it out and I felt like this was coming up and I was like, no, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. But I'm trying to be obedient, even if it's uncomfortable. Um... I had a metaphorical splinter in me. So obviously not physically, but it was something that I was holding on to for quite some time. And over the years, it um, grew into something that I buried and I just tried to live with. Um, It's not something that's sinful, right? Necessarily. It's just something that I just thought, well, it's fine. I'll just live with it. It's, It's not that big of a deal. And, um, 2023 was an interesting year for me because it brought the rest that I needed. Like, it was like the treadmill. (laughs) It's like God took me from like a four, you know, level to like a two level, like really stop. And I like fell on my face and fell off of the treadmill, metaphorically speaking, but he definitely slowed down my pace. And it was hard because at times I'm like, whoa, like, why, why are we slowing down? And, um, even in my personal life, there was a big change that was made. And I even thought like, okay, God, like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And God's like, sit down. And I'm like, oh, what? Like, sit down. I'm like, oh, what? (laughs) It was like, sit down. I'm like, oh, like, okay. So I'm sitting down and I'm like, you know, all right, I'm sitting down, God. Can I go there? No, sit down. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll sit down. I'll sit down. I'm sitting, God. I'm sitting. It's a time to, oh, okay, I'm, okay, I'll sit. And I didn't realize how much rest I needed. You know, if rest is so necessary for our body, How much more for your soul? 
I really want to encourage the person that is so used to the chaos. You've like maybe even learned to thrive off of it and it be fuel for you to just be motivated and and keep going and rest for you is uncomfortable. You feel like you're not needed. Rest makes you feel like you're not doing enough for God. Rest makes you feel like you're not bringing enough or providing enough for the things of God. I just want to tell you, beloved child of God, rest. Rest is in his embrace. Rest doesn't mean dousing a flame, but rest is required in working out. So how much more spiritually? Genesis 2 covers, so the heavens and the earth and everything in them were completed. This is after God did creation and it says, on the seventh day, God had completed his work that he had done and he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy for he had rested from all his work of creation. So I have a question for you. How important is not sinning? How important is not sinning in your life? Honestly, is it like a, well, I guess we'll find out when we get there. Or is it like, is this a Christian podcast? Of course it's important to not sin. So how important is keeping the Lord's command then? Like if God tells you to do something, how important is it? It's, uh, I mean, both of them are equally very important, right? abstain from sin, abstain from sexual morality, you know, take your thoughts captive, you know, out of the heart, the the mouth speaks, right? All of these things, but didn't God say, keep the Sabbath day holy? Someone was covering this one time, and I honestly was like, I did not see it this way. And why do we do this? Like, you know, with like sin, there's such an emphasis on murder and there's such an emphasis on sexual immorality. But we don't put that same weight with gossip and we don't put that same weight with lying sometimes or not we, but like people sometimes like you put different scales, right? Do you put an importance on rest? Like there's such a value on waking up early to do a good deed and, you know, ministry and serving. But what about resting? Truly may the Lord help us in this, that we rest and we persevere. And I feel like that almost sounds conflicting in the mind, but resting doesn't always equate like being lazy. And by resting, I mean our souls. Like we need to do that. And I know there's like a topic for another day about when it's time to to do things for the Lord, to actually do them and walk in obedience and to keep going, like the chapter one of motivation and keep going. But this one is for those that you're on the treadmill, you're at four, five, six plus, however many, and you've just You've burnt yourself out with that, and it's time. Oh, we're slowing down. Oh, we're slowing down a little bit. May the Lord help us on this.